0: Hosting for this podcast is generously provided by Transistor at Transistor.fm.
1: You are listening to Storygram Podcast Network.
0: That's right. It is the third annual episode two of Gothtober or Oh My Goth Month. We are here back in one piece and making it through all the technical difficulty. God damn it.
1: We, they were not going to be kept down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My God. Yes. So today we are going to have kind of a retcon episode because I think last year, We got the witch ones mixed up. It was good. Yeah. It was funny. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty funny because we were looking at some goth list and it had Flying Witch slash Little Witch Academia, I think.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched Little Witch Academia and prepared.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And I ended up watching Flying Witch and uh, I, but I, I liked it a lot because it was really cute and adorable and very slow paced. But I thought like it deserved more justice than two or three episodes. So I made sure and to watch. I
1: more. didn't get to watch it. And this whole point of this show really is Takeshi to give me recommendations. (laughs) So I wanted to watch it as well because I missed out by watching a different witch show. (laughs) So I think last year we just talked about witches and a little bit of... Yeah, like we just talked high level about each one. So now we get to a little deep dive with Flying Witch. A little
0: bit more of a deep dive. Yes, for sure. So here we are with Flying Witch. It was released as a manga in... 2012, and it's still going on. It's 10 volumes. It is written by, I'm going to bring out the good old fashioned Google Translate. Let's see if it's going to give us the name. Our third member of this podcast. For sure. Exactly.
1: Chishiro Isuka.
0: Chishiro Izuka. They wrote it. Let me see if there's anything else that it'll give me about this person. She's written Flying Witch, Flying Witch, Petite Special, uh, Star Children, I think. I don't know. They don't, really know. they don't really have much about her, really. They have a picture of her on my anime list, and that's about it.
1: I feel like there must be some website.
0: Out I'm there. looking at my an- anime list, and that's like probably going to be the one. Is that
1: like the Wikipedia of anime?
0: I'm assuming.
1: I just feel like anime people are so passionate. Like, why isn't there more?
0: I don't know. I wish I could tell you.
1: (laughs) So they did the manga.
0: Yeah, she did the manga. She wrote it. And um, let's see. Did she do the illustrations? This is what's always really hard to figure out. That doesn't say. Mm. <laughs> Very good. It's like
1: so important because the art. Yeah. you know what I mean? Like the storytelling's great. And then right. you need the artist.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Good team. It is a comedy supernatural. I'm gonna put slice of life in there. All right. Mm-hmm. Ishike? What's an ishike? I- I- <sighs> okay, slice of life. God damn it. That's what it means. Okay. That's what this. Here we go. <laughs> Here's a new word for us. Yasuke. 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 Pretty much the slice of life.
1: Oh, yeah. Yasuke. Yeah.
0: Yes, yeah, with an I. Yasuke. Yeah, Yasuke. Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. It was uh, on the magazines. It was, it was pretty much a shounen, a Betsu shonen magazine. It's a monthly magazine, so it's not the weekly. It's a spinoff of the weekly Shonen magazine. All right, cool. Right on. (laughs) Okay, so the anime, which we're going to talk about, it was released April 10th of 2016, and it went till June 26th of 2016. It is 12 episodes. It was directed by Katsushi Sakura. Sakurabi? Here we'll use this. Copy. Where is it? Here we go.
1: Katsushi Sakurabi.
0: Okay. Or
1: Katsushi Sakurabi.
0: <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It feels like the when they say like they're not even trying,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's like
1: how to butcher someone's name.
0: <laughs> so they've also directed Love Hina, which is a harem anime. One Punch Man, one of the episodes. Alice and Zokaru. Uh, Heaven's Memo Pad. Betrayal knows my name. Yeah, sure. More power to him. The screenplay was written by Hitomi Mino, Mino, Let's see if I got this one. Hitomi Mino. <laughs> Almost. Hitomi Mino. <laughs> You're always in the middle. In the middle. Yeah, that's good enough. Yeah. So we can just go over the plot. Wait, it's, a,
1: it's on Crunchyroll.
0: Oh yeah, it is on Crunchyroll. So this is our actual first time testing out Crunchyroll as a legit site and i have to say i like it
1: i am liking it too after i dealt with my saga of trying to figure it out which was not hard but for me it was like for i was just like how can things were free then things weren't free yeah. but right now it's kind of free <laughs> we're on <at> a trial
0: <laughs> we're on a trial Crunchyroll get a hold of us because we need a uh, sponsorship here <laughs> yeah
1: someone sponsor us and yeah. um it does look really nice. It runs really smoothly. I watched it off my computer and I was complaining to Takeshi because I couldn't get it to work. And then it was like I was using Firefox. It was not loading. So I switched to Chrome and then it worked fine. And it was very nice. And but I'm going to put it on the Roku and see how that works, too.
0: Right. So good luck with that. <laughs> 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 see how it works.
1: We well, got to find out how to watch them. So
0: totally. So, yeah, it works better than I thought it would because we've had some trouble with the other one. Uh, Funimation. And one thing I did notice is you could skip the intros.
1: Yes, you could without like guessing. Because on Funimation, I would just like fast forward and you know what I mean? Like it's right. not, it doesn't
0: feel. And also <laughs> it, it is the home to uh, Devil's Apart Timer season two. So we are watching that definitely next.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm sure was getting <laughs> extra points just for having that available.
0: Yeah, so it's a pretty simple Anime actually, it's about this girl named Mikato, and she, I guess, to complete her witch training, she has to go back into the real world and live among people. So she ends up living with Kai and his family, and I guess they're used to witches. Uh, it's been about, I guess, what six years since she's been in the real world, I guess, or something.
1: I don't she's not in the real world i have no idea i just know she lived with parents she's considered an adult at 15 but her parents were like we still want you to finish high school but you need to get out of the house as part of your witch training so she moved in with her second cousin who knew about her witchiness yeah his little sister didn't seem to know
0: the family knew but she didn't because maybe she was too young
1: yeah she didn't really
0: know that and so it just pretty much follows the life of her and the family. So wait, let me get this straight. I thought she was in some other witch realm. Am I right about that or am I wrong? I don't
1: know. You have to look it up because I didn't really get that feeling. I just thought she lived in Yokohama, Oh. which is a regular city.
0: <laughs> God damn it. Like, I couldn't tell either. And
1: she like, moved out. Like I think Yokohama might be more city-like or urban. Yeah,
0: and she's moved into more of a country-style city yeah
1: and the uncle has like one of those accents
0: yeah but thankfully it's in uh wait did you watch it in english no you can't i don't think you can it says there's english
1: oh really i didn't even try i just assumed assumed since it was on crunchyroll that i'd have to watch some
0: don't even want to know how it sounded in english no i hate a country accent so So, not that i don't hate country
1: accents i love a set you know what i mean but i don't like how they're done in animes. Like if it's a real one, like if you're from the South, fine. But they make it so crazy.
0: It just sounds like a stereotypical hick, over-exaggerated.
1: So over-exaggerated. So this is funny because I could read it, that it was, you know, like an accent. Like they've spelled it differently. So you're like, what? And then she's like, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And that's about it. It's just a really mellow and cute, very slow-paced... Mm -hmm. anime and then like everyone's small like different people will visit her because they heard there's a witch in town and they'll sit around and they'll give her like a lesson or they'll teach her a new spell or whatever and then that's it to me it's kind of like if holic and the original anime of what was it called fritz basket had a baby And it'd be Flying Witch. And it's just very, very simple and very basic, very lighthearted. There's nothing
1: gotta throw some K on vibes in there because there's no one or even that I didn't watch a ton of episodes, but the characters are all pretty chill. Like there's no like, you know, there's always in the cast like a real wild card that screams a lot or reacts real big. It's the youngest girl does a little bit. But not to the level that most.
0: Right, and even she's like super mellow, or she starts accepting all these mystical creatures and everything. Yeah,
1: but she her she's fun to watch her reactions to things. She makes it really funny.
0: Yeah. Um, so how far did you get? Just only like I
1: swear, like episode three. I got so tired last night.
0: It it is a very chill anime. So <laughs> well, I was like, already
1: feeling. Sleepy. And yeah. then I turned that on and it's like, this is so relaxing and calming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like
1: hard to stay awake. And no, not it. because it's boring by any means. It's just so, the music is calm. The pacing is calm. Like I said, there's not a whole bunch of that like random screaming or surprise that animes could have. Um I liked it. I like the art a lot, the colors, good palette.
0: <laughs> yeah. There are some really, really good episodes. There's the trick and treat episode.
1: Yeah, I wasn't. I was close to the fortune telling one, and I wanted to watch Oh, the that.
0: fortune! Oh, that was so good. I'm gonna watch that. Oh one my god! After
1: this, because I still want to watch more. So, he she made the point that he watched, well, you watched like nine episodes. I watched
0: nine episodes,
1: and then you were like, "I'm good." Same formula.
0: I could watch the last three, but I'm not gonna lose a lot out of the plot if I don't watch anymore.
1: There are no cliffhangers. None. <laughs> so I mean, like, there's not much to it in that sense, and that's sometimes nice for entertainment. It's like you don't need it to be like freaking you out at the end and making you want to watch more. So it's like really peaceful and complete. So I'm excited to watch a few here and there, like kind of yeah, when I need a.
0: Watch yeah. the fortune teller episode. And you could watch. probably
1: skip around, huh? And it wouldn't really matter.
0: Easily skip around on this episode <laughs> because it's just like if you skip the the intro and the outro, it's basically twenty minutes. It's true. And then because it's a twenty minute, three minute episode. Yeah. And then it's just like a new day, and it just starts off the music, the dun 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 dun. Yeah,
1: I so nice. am <laughs> just gonna watch him before bed like it's like a good night story
0: yeah I, I do recommend it uh, if you're really into like a super chill cute adorable it's not so cute where you're like oh but it is really cute
1: yeah she's silly Marco is silly enough she's a witch but she's got like you know no sense of direction she's fascinated by things she has a lot of wonder so it's really adorable and um she doesn't really get that she's freaking people out sometimes (laughs) like so that's funny right as well and she talks to her cat she has a cute yeah
0: every witch has a cat or a pet of some sort that that's their partner yeah and her sister visits yes and her sister is like the super famous witch and yeah, she's really cool, too. And she has like a Siamese cat, I think, if I remember
1: yeah, right. Yeah, that was cute. She's a nomad.
0: Yeah, so she just travels the world. and So she shows up a lot and throughout the series. And okay. one day they'll open the door and she's just sleeping on the deck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and oh, and they're just so chill. Like one day they just like picked herbs on the side of the road to deep fry.
0: Yeah. And it's like, like That's that. the
1: episode. That was it. And it looked good. I was like, I wish I could eat that. <laughs> <laughs> the cousin's really chill. He's very nice, Kai. Like he's just, but he's not overly in her business. Like he goes, he has his own. And then there's his friend, the girl. I can't
0: remember her name. I can't remember her name either. Uh, you know what? That's the funny thing too. It's really bad to say. You watch it and you don't even know anybody's name. Because they barely go over the people's names. It
1: is. It's Noah. No, it's... Because she kept calling her the wrong name. She kept calling her like Noma, and that oh. wasn't her name. Uh, is it
0: NOA now? Now. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. now. Okay.
1: Because she's like, Noma, be my friend. She's like, oh my God.
0: You got to say my name right first. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. She's like, that's not even my name. <laughs> so... I loved it. I really did like it. I'm glad you recommended it again and pushed it cuz I was like Ugh. and I was like, "Oh, why wasn't I watching this the whole time?"
0: <laughs> Here's some tips on um, watching this. Do not watch uh, Cyberpunk whatever it is right before this because you will not like the pacing and it's going to kind of bother you because Cyberpunk it's on Netflix right now. The pacing's very uppity and Action nonstop. Or this is the exact opposite of that. And I had that problem about a week or two ago.
1: Maybe, yeah, you have to know going in, it's going to be calm and you're ready to wind down. Yes. So this is like wind down TV.
0: Yeah, super wind down TV.
1: Maybe if you don't feel good, it's like comforting. So it's like if you have to be in bed, snuggle down, this is it.
0: Exactly. So, yeah, I think we talked about this enough. We recommend (laughs) it. Check it out. Uh, We'll be right back.
1: Storygram Network.
0: Hello, welcome to One Media, One Media. I'm your host, Takeshi, and with me I have Santos, and we take two pieces of media, and we take a deep dive on them, kind of. We just talk about it.
1: Kind of. Hi, my name is Laura Lee, and this is It's Not About Food. So it's not about food. And it's not about weight. What is it about?
0: It's the intersection of possibility, where what-ifs and why-nots collide. Some on the cutting edge, others on the cutting room floor. It's a place I like to call The Bleed. We sip can. And we are back, and we're going to talk about She Wants Revenge. She Wants Revenge. (laughs) (laughs) She Wants Revenge. Yeah. It was released January 31st of 2006. It was recorded in autumn and winter of 2004 at Studio Perfect Kiss. Never heard of it. It is 60 minutes long. And it was released on Perfect Kiss. And OK, I, I assume it is She Wants Revenge's studio or something like that. The label was Geffen Flawless. It was produced by She Wants Revenge, but it was actually mixed by Michael Patterson. And it seems like this person is quite the beast. Uh, he's mixed down Atticus Ross, Love and Mercy, he worked on the album Midnight Vultures by Beck. He also did something for Notorious B.I.G. Life After Death. He's mixed down some nice Nails stuff. Well, same guy. Yeah, I mean, if you look at his catalog, it's unbelievable. Like I said, Beck, Moby, Boys the Men, Little wow. Kim, SWV. Monica, I mean, it just goes on and on. So props to him for mixing this down. And you know what? There's not much information about it. This album? (laughs) Yeah. Tear You Apart. It was directed by Joaquin Phoenix. And then also the song was on a couple other things. American Horror Story. Oh, they toured with Depeche Mode, Placebo, and it's pretty obvious that their inspirations are like Joy Division, The Cure, Bauhaus. They, they really do wear that on their sleeve, which I have nothing against that at all. But definitely like Tear You Apart was the song that really blew them up. I got to see them pre-pandemic, I think in 2019, 2018.
1: Because then they broke up, right?
0: But they, they it seems like they only separated for two years. Like they um. they broke up in twenty twelve to twenty fifteen. They continued it from like twenty fifteen to twenty twenty and then they picked it up again in twenty twenty two. And I saw them during I guess it was twenty seventeen when I saw them. No, it couldn't be. But they were celebrating the release of This Is Forever and so they played it from beginning to end, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might have been their. I thought it was the 10th anniversary, but it might have been some other thing. And so it was pretty cool. I like it. The album in general, and most of their music is pretty much like relationship music. <laughs> and when you listen to it, it's just uh-huh. about him how, like, it just sounds like they're talking about arguments in a way, and a lot of the music, except for a couple here and there. But it's uh-huh. just like. It sounds like he's just letting it out in a sense. He's journal. <laughs> he, yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> and I also play it a lot when I go fly drens with my buddy and stuff. We have our She Wants Revenge moment. <laughs> I don't know why.
1: I was thinking this album's a great behind this like background album. Right. Does that make sense? Like you're doing something else and listening to it versus just listening to it? Because I got bored partway through when I was just listening to it. <laughs> it was like, I just got, it felt long. I felt like it could be a few songs shorter. I don't know which ones I would edit out. Because once I listen to them individually, I like them, but I think it was just like a long album for me. And it's not even that long, it's like an hour.
0: <laughs>
1: right. i don't know what happened
0: well you know that's one thing that critics do complain about them that is like some of their stuff is kind of just samey or monotonous but i tend to disagree
1: that's not a bad thing if you say i was like cleaning or doing dishes you know i feel like that would be okay <laughs> like yeah you know, right there's certain times you want music that's just kind of not going to change up super hard But uh, yeah, it starts strong. I love the first few songs a lot. And I know I probably mix it into other mixes.
0: Yeah, the first couple songs are really good. I I think a lot of the songs on here, I believe you're probably right about that. Like a couple of them could be taken out. This is a freshman album, so it's pretty good for a freshman album. Mm -hmm. Some of the songs don't really mesh in with the other songs really well. Like there's a couple dancey songs on there, which I do like, but it's like, it doesn't make sense for the album as all. Yeah. To me, anyway. But I do like the songs in general.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like if you pull them apart and put them in different playlists, I probably like them. But like all together in a row.
0: It doesn't make much sense. Yeah, yeah totally. And of course, the song that everybody knows them for, if you look at like the plays, is Tear You Apart. And that's where actually I got to know them. I think I randomly bumped into the song on YouTube. I was like, how come I never listened to this band? And then I kind of just started listening to the rest of their catalog. I was like, this is actually pretty good. I like this. So that's why I went to go see them live. But I could see how some people would think it's a little boring or... It does make sense.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not against it, though. I think it's fun to listen to.
0: So I'll play a couple songs here. This was monologue. And so this is kind of a good example of like journal of what's going on. with. (laughs) 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 All right, here we go. and <laughs> that's a good example of like it is do it's great
1: see how dancey it is and I yeah. know people will say oh it sounds like this or it sounds like that but that's why I like it so uh,
0: another song I do like I'll pick one more Yeah, that's like pretty cool, but it's pretty different from the other song to me anyway.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I love it. It's so dancing fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> and
1: Moody and I didn't know that one of them had a goth club at one point. Really? LA. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, we we didn't really go into their history. I guess they're originally from the Bay Area.
1: And they're like rap, like and hip hop was their first ventures. Yeah. And one of their dads like a music executive. So I wonder if that's where you get all the hookups with like the good mixer and stuff.
0: (laughs) You know, I don't know. I like Mm -hmm. that's a good maybe connection too. there. One cool thing I noticed is like, it doesn't seem like they go through a whole bunch of different band members. It seems like they've always been the same. It's basically like Justin Warfield and Adam uh, Bravin. Mm -hmm. But the Torton members have been the same and other stuff too, which is pretty cool. I guess there's not much I could really say about them because there's not that much information about them.
1: But it's fun that they came from kind of like that hip-hop background and then went into more of a gothy dark
0: wave. Yeah, that, that is kind of... Where does it say that?
1: It's in an article. Okay. On Consequence. That's cool. Yeah, so... I mean, they're, one of them got in some trouble with the club of being inappropriate but i'm not saying but like oh it's okay i'm just meaning like that's one of the controversies i think they apologized and stuff about being rude to like like hitting on female employees and stuff like that Uh oh um so that closed down but it was called cloak and dagger a hollywood goth club oh okay okay which it's cool. Definitely. just for a gothtober at goth club. So like, that's, they're dedicated.
0: <laughs> well, it says their origin's in Los Angeles. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm wrong. They started, in, I guess, at Los Angeles. And then I could have sworn I saw something that said that they're in Florida now or something.
1: Oh.
0: Am I wrong about that? Uh, I can't tell anymore. <laughs>
1: I'm trying to see what the album was. the one warfield had a hit song season of the vic that was when he was doing more hip-hop
0: yeah the group is featured in a timberland track
1: yeah so in the 90s he was doing more rap and everything
0: very interesting we'll
1: have to look at
0: it i definitely recommend checking this one out it's a lot of fun I think it is anyway. You should definitely see them live if you have a chance to. I actually thought they were going to be at this crazy-ass like huge club, and I think it was just at this goth club in Oakland. Maybe like two, three hundred people tops. I thought it was going to be like thousands. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess they were... Tear You Apart was also on number 23, starring Jim Carrey. Yes,
1: yeah, so if you think you don't know she wants revenge, you probably do because... <laughs> Music has been in movies and shows and
0: things. So these things and tear apart. Joaquin Phoenix directed both of those. That's crazy.
1: So they're very connected in the LA scene.
0: Yeah, it seems like it. To get yeah. Joaquin Phoenix to direct your videos, it you gotta mm-hmm. be.
1: <laughs> so. Well connected. Yeah. I think it's fun. I say check it out for Gothtober if you haven't before, just for that time
0: period. And Yeah, it's definitely worth a listen. I like it. I listen to it all the time. It's good to listen to while working out or fly drones. Mm-hmm. Let's <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> put it on in the background and just blast it and uh, get all moody while flying. It's perfect.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, let's wrap this up. You can find me at all social medias under Glitch Unicorn.
1: And you can find me on some social medias like Instagram. Right. I don't think Duolingo is considered social media, but I'm on there. Sister Santos as well. I'm excited to explore Crunchyroll. Maybe I'll make comments. Maybe people can make comments on my comments.
0: Yeah, we're thinking about making a official One Media, One Media Crunchyroll.
1: Yeah, I think we'll do that. Then everyone can say
0: hi. And what else should I say? Oh, find me on Fiverr under Extra Man, I think two, or just Extra Man.
1: What are you offering?
0: Mixing for podcasts. So you could find me under there. We also have a One Media, One Media Facebook.
1: <laughs> yeah, follow us.
0: <laughs> yeah, so follow us. We're there. We are friends. All right. Well, we'll see you then. Bye. Right, bye.